Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our new moon forecast. And this new moon is going to be taking place July 31st, 2019. It's going to be taking place in the evening time around 10, 11 p.m. And this is Central Standard Time. So if you're in or around Austin, Texas, it will be taking place around 10, 11 p.m. If you're in another part of the world, it's going to be a little bit of a different time. So this new moon is going to be taking place in the sign of cancer. So if you're a cancer rising, if you have a cancer moon, if you have many planets in cancer, this is especially going to be influential to you. A new moon is all about resetting. It's the lowest point of light. So the sun and the moon are almost completely conjunct together. So they're sitting together close in the sky and the moon is unable to reflect any light of the sun. And the moon is our emotions. It's our mind. It's how we're thinking about things. And it's also a very emotional planet. So oftentimes, whenever the new moon comes, people can feel fatigued or emotional. This is especially going to be an emotional moon, okay? So again, going back, if you're a Cancer rising or a Cancer moon, you may be feeling this a little bit. Not only is the moon and sun in Cancer, Mars and Venus are in Cancer as well. And that is a pretty intense and emotional thing in and of itself, which I'm going to get to, but I'm going to talk a little bit about the moon first. Um, New moons are always a good time to reset. It's always a good time to reflect, take time off, spend time meditating, reflecting, pausing, setting new intentions. Remember, the new moon is like a seed, And it's an opportunity to create anything new. And we get this opportunity once a month. How wonderful is that? More specifically, the new moon is going to be in the nakshatra of Pushya. And a nakshatra is taking the segment of the sky. So imagine we're looking up at the constellation of Cancer and we zoom in to a very specific segment of Cancer. That's what a nakshatra is. And this is the nakshatra of Pushya. Pushya is an extremely auspicious nakshatra, actually. It's known for being the guru of the gods. It's the ultimate teacher. It's the nakshatra of personal development, of nourishment. You can see teachers, social workers, caretakers. It's a very spiritualizing energy. It's also represented by the udder of a cow, which is this nourishment, right? Nourishment for all beings. I've seen a lot of people with planets in Pushya who do very well with with teaching and they are generally friendly. And of course, it depends on the planet. Um, But it's a typically very auspicious nakshatra. What else is happening in the night sky? Let me go ahead and move into the sign of cancer because it is pretty pertinent. So the moon is actually going to be with the planet Venus. And when Venus moves into the sign of cancer, it's this touchy, feely, emotional placement. And it puts a high emphasis on thinking about relationship because Venus is relationship and it's sitting with the moon, which is your mind. So thinking about relationship, evaluating relationship. And then, of course, it's also with the sun 
and it's with Mars. When Mars moves into Cancer, it is technically debilitated. Mars doesn't like being in the sign of Cancer. Now, if you have debilitated Mars, don't jump to any conclusions because it always depends on the chart itself. But traditionally, Mars is debilitated in the sign of Cancer and it can bring disorganized argument. It can bring lashing out, not a whole lot of reflection when it comes to argument. With Mars and Venus and the moon and the sun, (laughs) it can bring conflict in relationship. Something else that is happening is Venus is going to be very close to the sun. When Venus is this close to the sun, it's in its combust point. So some planets, when they get too close to the sun, they're quote unquote combust. So that means that the qualities are kind of being drowned out by the light of the sun. And so this isn't necessarily a positive thing when when you hear it that way. But if you think about tapas, Tapas is this internal heat that purifies you from the inside out. And you can stoke tapas by practicing yoga or meditation, anything that requires discipline. It's fire. Okay, so really what why I bring that up is because fire is purifying and spiritualizing. So when Venus is moving through this combust point, it's not going to be comfortable at all. But at the end of the day, When it moves out of its combustion point, it's going to be spiritualized. And we may see that in our relationships. This is a great time to reflect on relationship. Notice what, where you may not be being fulfilled in relationship. The thing that I want to encourage people to do is not act on impulse. And I say that as a very impulsive person, okay? If you do feel this, maybe nitpicking come up in your relationship or criticism or something is revealed to you that you didn't know in your relationship, or maybe you wish that your partner was a specific way or they're not meeting your needs, it doesn't necessarily mean that your relationship needs to end. How can we become more accepting of other people? How can we communicate our needs to other people? And also, of course, it's an important time to decide what is truly important. What do you absolutely need in relationship and what can you live without? Is your partner willing to meet you there? So this is a great time to evaluate and have communication. But with Mars debilitated, it can cause arguments and disagreements. So what I'm encouraging people to do is take time to reflect, take time to breathe, try to avoid arguments, try to avoid judging, okay, because we're all just humans (laughs) and this is life is not very easy. Okay. And so we're all going to have our things. Um, yeah. So just being open and this could be happening with your partner. It could be happening with your friendships and just close relationships in general. So just being careful about that because this new moon is going to bring up a lot. Let's see what else is happening in the night sky. So on this new moon, we're also seeing a Kalasarpa yoga. And that is where all of the inner quote unquote planets, so not including the outer planets of Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto, are hemmed within Ketu and Rahu. So this is also 
reaffirming that this is an extremely spiritualizing time. On August 11th, Jupiter is going to go direct. Thank goodness. Jupiter has been retrograding for months and months and months. Jupiter is finally going to go direct on August 11th. I think that all of us are going to feel great relief. And it will move into the sign of Capricorn. No, excuse me. It's going to move into the sign of Sagittarius in November, which will also bring a lot of relief. Mercury will go direct on August 1st, um, which will also help with communication, with our ability to rationalize maybe less issues with our car or electronics or forgetting things. Our minds will hopefully be a little bit more sharp um, and less obstructed. And the day that Jupiter goes direct, which is August 11th, Uranus is going to go retrograde. And so when Uranus goes retrograde, it kind of shakes things up. Um, It can cause internal conflict and spiritual crisis as well. So it's a great time to meditate, to come back to what is true for you. When do you feel most connected? And we can talk about this later on because it hasn't even gone retrograde yet, but just giving a little precursor. Something else to watch out for is extreme weather. As Jupiter is still in the sign of Scorpio, So Jupiter is in the sign of Scorpio. The ruler of Scorpio is Mars, which is debilitated. So this is why we're seeing all the rain, all the floods. Mars is in a water sign, right? Scorpio is a water sign. Lots of havoc revolving water and extreme weather involving water. So we may see more of that. We may see more earthquakes, I do predict that things are going to continue to heat up, Um, (laughs) and we could talk about astrology and science, but I do think that things are going to heat up, especially in the upcoming month of August, and of course it is summer, and we can talk more about the weather on the next podcast, because again, I'm, I'm jumping a little bit far ahead, but for now, focusing on relationship, focusing on what's true for you. Um, and how you can allow things to spiritualize and renew rather than destruct and criticize. And I also want to say that this is not supporting anyone to stay in a relationship that is not serving them. If you're in a relationship and you're unhappy, if it's manipulative, if it's abusive, you should not try to spiritualize the relationship. Okay. This is very much if you're generally happy in the relationship and there are things that are bothering you or things you feel that you cannot communicate. Okay. Reevaluating that, reevaluating your communication, not putting up with something that is harming you or your spirit or your heart. So this is what I've got for the new moon. I hope that all of you take care and spend time nourishing yourselves, evaluating relationship in a healthy way, and trying to nourish your spirituality now. Nourish your meditation practice. Nourish your yoga practice. Kundalini practice. 
My name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. You can book a reading with me on innerknowing.yoga. And if you have any questions, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. And please follow Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Thank you so much.